What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Lex P. And it's your girl, Dre and Nicole. And you are tuned in to another episode of Poor Minds. Where a drunk mind speaks sober thoughts. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. Dre is not going to believe me right now, but I really haven't ate today, and I've literally taken like four sips of wine, and I'm feeling it, B. Four? Four sips of wine, and I'm feeling it, B. Who are you? A drunk queen. But who, oh, I'm tipsy. But who are you? A skinny legend, the bitch. The that I know. I'm ain't changing. Ain't drunk off of no four sips. Child. Hold on. Let me send this text message and tell him to stop texting me. Who? Stop. Hold on, y'all. Who? Damn, you all up in my business. I mean, since you done told the girls and the boys. <laughs> Hold on. I'm here. I feel like I should know. Okay, so anyways, uh, you know who it is, bitch. Mm. Okay, so let's just get into the topic, y'all. So I wanted to talk about a little bit of this new Twitter page that has popped up, but it's going to lead me to my main topic I want to talk about. Oh, it's the new Twitter page. Yeah, so this Twitter page has recently came up, and it's called Dick Yelp. So basically, the girls are sending in dick reviews of, you know, some of your favorite tweeters on Twitter. So, um, I just kind of, I really didn't want to get into that because one. I don't one, have no favorite Twitter tweet. Yeah. Except for you. Of yeah, well, of course. I'm everyone's favorite tweeter. Of course. <laughs> but anyways. I, well, first, let me say this about the Dick Yelp page. I do think that it's funny to a certain extent, but I think that it's kind of weird and lame. Like, y'all are sending this shit in to a complete stranger, first of all. And then I feel like they're doing it for women as well, but it's like if names get dropped, shit can get really ugly. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yeah. Name dropping can get ugly. Name dropping can get ugly, as we know best. We've learned. We we, we don't want to get sued. so let's... We don't want to get sued and we <laughs> trying to get blocked. So this kind of brought me to the idea of um, sharing good dick stories with your friends or people that you don't really know that mm -hmm. well. Like, are you going to be telling your friends or complete strangers how good some dick is that you had? Because, you know, no. we, I agree. If I had some good dick, bitch, I'm not telling none of y'all hoes. Well, that's not true because you definitely tell me when you get good dick. Well, first of all, because the dick I want, you definitely don't even look at it. <laughs> you be like, ugh, you was doing that with that nigga? I be like, hell I'd yeah. I be like the peasantry. <laughs> But, it, but I'm glad it was good, girl. <laughs> so that's what I just wanted to talk about. I want to think, like, I feel like, of course, you can share it with your close friends. But as far as, like, people get online and we know who your boyfriend is or whatever, and you'll be like, man, my nigga just fucked the shit out of me or this dick was so good. Why do you think women are so pressed to tell other people about this dick is so fucking good? Because I think bitches be wanting people to know genuinely that that dick was good. But, like, but me, I don't need you to know that my dick is good. That's what I'm saying. I don't need you to know the dick that I'm getting is good because, bitch, I know. And I'm going to tell my friends because they're my girls. And I know that my friends ain't about to fuck with the niggas that I'm fucking with. But... To just be putting that shit out there, talking about how good a nigga dick is. And I just feel like that's trash and you're setting yourself up for failure. Because clearly, if you put out there that somebody has good penis, we already done said numerous times, queens. Y'all know we say this every week. Yep. It never fails. What? These niggas gonna cheat. These niggas gonna cheat and they for everybody. So do you think if you out there telling everybody that your man dick is good, you think ain't nobody gonna slide in his DMs? And he might not succumb to the pressure of every bitch, but it's gonna be that one. That one. That's gonna slide in that DM. Like me. And he's gonna be like, 
I ain't gonna lie, let's be. If, if you if you on Twitter tweeting that your nigga dick is fire, or if you on Instagram talking about your nigga dick is fire, if Lex P don't or Dre and Nicole get a sliding your nigga DM, he do gone. you really think he ain't gonna fuck? Nigga gone. He your gone nigga fuck. Gone. Your gone. nigga gone. He gone fuck, bitch. And once he get this pussy nah, and nah. that pussy. Well, I can't y'all know I say my pussy trash. But I can't relate. <laughs> well, but, I won't say my pussy is trash. I always like to say that. It may be fire to one nigga and not as good to the but next. But if I feel like if you, but and again, I always say I feel like pussy is universal. No, I do. I feel like if your pussy good, it's good. It's gonna be good to every nigga you. Fuck. Well, okay, I'll say this: my actual pussy, like I think my actual pussy feels good, but. I might be performing for nigga A and turning tricks and to set that nigga world off. But nigga B, I might just be like laying there and getting fucked. So that's what I mean. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. But I feel like you can always redeem yourself. I don't want to redeem myself. If you want to continue fucking me, that's on you, nigga. <laughs> I feel like it have been times where in the beginning I feel like I wasn't turning tricks. Because I'm not going to lie, when I first started fucking a nigga... I be kind of shy. Bitch, not me. I get more comfortable. I'm not shy. Don't get me wrong. I'm going to still do shit because I'm freaky. So I'm still going to, you know, put it on a nigga regardless. But the more comfortable I get with you, the more I really come out of my shell. No, well, I, for and me. And it also depends on if I'm inebriated. And not. for me, if I really like you, first time we fucking, I'm turning the fuck up and I'm showing the really? fuck out. Absolutely. Bitch, you about to think I'm fucking Christy Yamaguchi. See, I don't... Oh, wait, I thought that, that's an ice skater. That's the ice... You be What's skating you? on that dick? Skating on that dick. Skate, skating on that dick, bitch. <laughs> Nigga be like, God damn, they think I'm Dominique Dawes in this hole. That's bitch, who I meant. Damn, not Dominique. <laughs> bitch, hello, I'm gonna bust the split and do all that shit. That's probably why I hurt my back, bitch. Low key, that's probably why you been injured. You was bitch, doing too much. doing too much knowing I'm an old ass bitch. But anyways, back on the topic. Um, as far sharing dick stories especially if it's somebody that you're fucking with and that you really really fuck with you can share those stories with your close friends but bitch you have to watch these bitches a lot of times women look at other women's situations and they're not getting fucked right so they're like why not women are sliding niggas dms but then you how have close is how how close is close friends because i feel like sometimes it's certain bitches you be cool with you don't need to tell them that shit neither. Right. I mean, but you just got to know how people are. Because I'm not going to lie to you. Say me and Dre are talking. And, like, me and Dre are cool. And she's told me a story about, oh, yeah, I was hanging out with this girl. And I fucked her man. Because she just kept, like, I just had to see what that dick was like. And me and you are cool as fuck. Which has happened. Well, I, well, oh, damn, that did happen. So I was going but I know. So I was gonna say if I have a and friend, I'm ashamed. So I was gonna say, but well, but really. you ruined that moment. I was gonna say if I have a friend like that, bitch, I'm not telling you if a dick is good or not. But our friendship is different because we're on another level. But I mean, if you're like cool with somebody, y'all hang out every now and then, and you telling me that you don't fuck your homegirls, man, or somebody close to you, man, because you wanted to know what that dick do, bitch, I'm not telling you about none of the dick I'm getting. Well, disclaimer. I've never fucked nobody who I was cool with, man. I fucked somebody who I was cool with, ex nigga, mm. and he ain't fuck with her no more. 
But I ain't fuck with Shorty like that no more neither after I found out she wasn't solid. So it was like, bitch. That nigga free, free game. game. And y'all know how we got to say these niggas be free These game. niggas is for everybody. Until and they like have a he ring. Was on your girl. And until they have a ring on their finger, they're definitely fucking free and she game. she wasn't getting that, so. I am dead, my good sis. So, for me, like I said, I just wanted to get, touch on that real quick. Just because I don't like sharing dick. And I'm not sharing dick stories with a bitch that I don't know that well. Well, I came across a meme the other day. And a meme said... I ain't even tripping if I'm cool with a girl and we crack the same nigga because I know my pussy better than yours, period. Man. So, therefore, no. I don't never give a, like, I mean, if you fuck the nigga that I fucked, bitch, I'm really not that worried. Yeah, you, but not you should. You. No, not, but you should be, though. Why should because I? Because at this time, the way the climate is with dating, niggas want more than good pussy, bro. Niggas is choosing. But I got whatever you need. But niggas is choosing. I'm like the one-stop shop. I'm not talking about you, but I'm saying don't give this advice to the girls because a lot of the girls can't hang with that. I got what you need, daddy. So it's like niggas will choose. If they fuck with a bitch tough, they might cheat on her every now and then. But if that's they quote-unquote queen, they'll choose some mediocre mediocre pussy with a girl that they vibe with over just a bitch that they fucking with some good pussy. I agree. Niggas gonna always choose the bitch that's gonna ride or die and be down over the bitch who you just got some fire pussy. Because at the end of the day, loyalty means a lot to men. You know what I mean? Even though they not loyal, which I know sound like an oxymoron. That shit sound crazy as hell. But for whatever reason to these men, loyalty is everything. It means a lot to them. So absolutely, I 100% agree with you. However, I do feel like you have to keep who you tell about your man penis and what y'all do in the bedroom to a minimum. Everybody don't need to know that because first of all, I was raised, my parents, as I've said before, are a little older so, you know, I feel like I was raised um, kind of on old school and traditional values in certain aspects to a certain extent. And my mom always told me, what goes on in your bedroom is supposed to be private. Facts. Speak on it. People don't need to know what you're doing in your Shout bedroom. Shout out to little Barbara. Shout out to my mom. Um, people don't need to know what you got going on in your bedroom. People don't need to know how fire somebody dick is. People don't need to know how good he eats your pussy. Like, l- ladies, let's just keep some type of... um. Decorum, yes, and class. Big word. I had to make sure you were still breathing because you almost choked on that SFA education. Got your girl right, but yeah. So it's like, um, you just have to keep shit to a minimum. Like it's okay to tell your people or to tell your friend, girl. I just started fucking with this nigga, and oh my god, he blew my back out. Like that's cool, but keep it to a minimum. Details. Y'all really need to get it. Yeah, like, I'll tell, like, you, but like I said, we're, like, family at this no, point. No, Lex so tells different. me a lot, and I tell her a lot. And honestly, and I've said this before. But, once, again, once, we know that neither, like, I would never cross that line. And with then it. another thing is, like, for me, I know I do this with my sister, my real sister, and I do this with Drea, and I do this with a lot of my other friends. Once you tell me you fucking with a nigga, he's automatically in bro category. I dead ass be like, what's up, bro? I be taking off my wig in front of them niggas. I be like... That's my bro. I'm going to go out my way to let you know that you bro. <gasps> yeah, I thought you were about to say that you're broke. I was like, damn. That too. <laughs> but I said, bro, I'm going to go out my I'm way dead. to let you know that you bro. Like, if one of my friends is fucking with you, you automatically off my radar. And I'm not even trying to be funny or nothing. But it's like, as fire as some of my friends tell me that the niggas that they done fuck dick is, they tell me other stories about them niggas. And I be like, well, bitch, I damn sure don't want to fuck with him. Right. 
Yeah, so um, honestly, like I said, for you ladies that's out there giving too much information, just keep it to yourself. I'll say keep it at a minimum. As far as so right, that's how you feel. You feel like I that don't page is... I feel like that page is... It's giving the niggas some traction. Now, niggas are getting bad dick Yelp reviews. I've seen a lot of bad dick Yelp reviews, but I've seen some good ones. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like if if that's somebody that you're fucking with or somebody that you like, why are you, you know what I'm saying, writing into this page and letting the world know how good this nigga dick is? I feel like, you know what I'm saying, if you win a million dollars, if you find a million dollars on the side of the street, you're not going to the news channel or to the police department, are you? No, bitch, you're keeping that shit to yourself. So it's the same thing. Because you ain't thing. trying to get caught up. Because you ain't trying to get caught up and get your shit taken from you, period. So And bitches be thinking that that dick ain't going to get taken. That's y'all first problem because I don't know. Like I always, I do always, like Lick say, I put my pussy on a pedestal. I'm dead. I, I said that. Well, you ain't say I put it on a pedestal, but you say, you know, I be, you know. Yeah, yeah, you do. I'm very confident about it. Very confident about that push. And I'm, I, I am, I'm very confident about my push, and I'm very confident about my head game. But at the end of the day, fire as my head is, fire as my pussy is, fire as I think I might look, you know, at the end of the day, it's still, shit can get taken. It's other components. It's, 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 it's competition out there. It definitely and is. And you don't never need to lose sight of that. Because at the end of the day, you might have some fire-ass pussy, but best believe it's some shit that you ain't up on that another bitch is doing. Absolutely. So when you putting that type of energy out there and you letting people know what type of dick you getting and how fire it is, you got to understand people sometimes be listening and they be like, all right, cool. And then you never know that nigga might have already been sliding in the bitch DMs and she was curving that nigga. But then now you talking about how fire his dick is. So right, she's like, well, right. well actually this and, nigga. And that goes into another point. Like, you know, sometimes you'll be curving a nigga, you be playing a nigga, then you see a nigga treating another bitch right, and you like, damn, well, what's up, nigga? So it's like you just gotta be careful with shit like that. You gotta be careful what you say, you gotta be careful what you put out there. I feel like social media has really, like you said, changed the climate. And as much as I love social media, because it gives it's a gift and a curse. Because it's a gift and a curse. It gives us a platform. Like, look at me and Lex. You know, we got this podcast. Every day we're so amazed because we get so many opportunities. Like, every week it seems like at this point something is happening for us. Right. Like, we're doing the show. So, it's amazing. Social media is amazing for that reason because it gives you opportunities to make money. It puts you in position. But at the same time... You can't never put too much out there because you got to understand people are watching you. And you don't ever know who watching you. Right. You never know who paying attention to what you're saying. And it might be somebody that don't like you and feel some type of way about you and purposely want to fuck on your nigga. I had a conversation yesterday. I went to eat with my homegirl. I'm not going to say who it was because, and luckily I didn't post post her yesterday. But I went to eat with my homegirl and we was actually talking and she was just like, yeah, shit is crazy because I feel like when you put certain shit out there in the world and you put certain shit on social media, it makes people want to fuck with people even more. It yes. makes people want to do petty shit towards you. You know what I mean? Just because they know that you Especially fuck. And you don't ever know how a girl feel about you. Like, you facts, might not even know a bitch. To say. You might not even know a bitch. You but might not even met her. And she's jealous of you and she wants whatever you have and she just wants to say Oh, you think y'all think this bitch live? How she so live if I fucked her nigga? Because my friend told me about a girl. She used to go with this guy. And she stopped fucking with the dude. They had started getting into some little issues or whatever. He started fucking with a very, very popular Instagram girl. And he bought the girl a whole bunch of designer shit. Mm -hmm. 
but had Ooh. never bought it but had never bought that shit for my friend though but bought the girl hella designer shit so my friend rightfully so felt some type of way Facts. like how the fuck you buying all of this shit and this and this and this for her when i was fucking with you first and i was holding you down and i was doing this and this and this and he basically had just told her well at the end of the day it really wasn't about what you did it was just more so that in the point when i was fucking with her i was way more financially stable so really any bitch could have got it right but that just so happened to be who i was fucking with but the girl was the type of bitch who loves like she she like thrives off of oh i took your nigga right type she and it's women out there like it's, that it's definitely women out there like that it's like, women out there sure. who thrive off the fact that they could take another bitch man and like taunting but, you and the thing is what i want us to understand as women any of these men could be taken. So what are you bragging about, sis? Because she can get that nigga right back, I'm sure. So she can have that nigga right now. That's what I'm saying. That's how we so, got on the topic because so, he was actually texting her yesterday. Right. So it's like, let's all calm that shit down. Any nigga can, can get taken because these niggas are for everybody. They for everybody. So, sis, stop putting, stop putting that dick on a pedestal because you probably, that dick probably fire. But you ain't the only one getting it. Facts. So let us know what y'all feel about the Dick Yelp review page and sharing your dick experiences with your friends and people that you may necessarily not be friends with and yeah, sharing it on the timeline. Yeah, friends because on yeah. the timeline, all them hoes, you got 5,000, 6,000 followers on Twitter. You got 20,000 followers on Instagram. All them bitches ain't your friends. Facts, queen, facts. So, so I had a conversation, Next, getting on to the next topic. I had a conversation with somebody the other day, and it was two. It was three guys, and it was me and another girl, and we were talking about, you know, whenever you're fucking with somebody, or say you just go, you meet somebody at the club, y'all vibing, he ends up taking you home, and y'all end up fucking that night, and he gets up and he leaves you, you know, because the vibes are right, he trusts you, you a cool-ass bitch, you know, whatever. And you staying in the bed because you still sleep. And he's just like, you know, just lock up whenever you leave. No big deal. Are you making the bed when you get up? Like, because I'll say this. Um, the nigga said if he gets home and you haven't cleaned up a little bit, like if he has dishes in the sink, um, clothes that need to be folded and everything else, if he comes back home and you've done absolutely nothing, he just knows that he's not fucking with you no more. So I wanted to know. How you feel like if you went to somebody's house and say, maybe it's not even a one night stand. Maybe it's just somebody you've met and y'all been fucking around for like a month or two. You go to his house. Do you feel like you're supposed to be cleaning up and helping around the house? And this is not your man. This is just somebody that you're fucking with. This is not your man. Well, when I fuck with a nigga, and this is just me personally, when I fuck with you, I'm going to do laundry. Like, if I come to your house and I see that you got a hamper full of clothes that need to be washed, I'm going to wash the clothes. If we get out the bed and you got to go, because I feel like for a nigga to tell you, hey, I'm about to leave, just make sure you lock up before you leave. Y'all on a certain level. Not because necessarily for, because you know how I haven't never are. had I'm not gonna lie to you. I ain't never had no nigga leave me at his house overnight and in the morning was like, make sure you lock up before you leave and he did not fuck with me like that. I mean, yeah, but I I'm don't feel saying. like that happens because a nigga's house, not even just a nigga, everybody, your home is your safe haven. That's how you think, but I'm telling you, niggas is inviting bitches over and they cause that's these are niggas. They want I don't feel that way. They wanna I'm telling you, niggas are inviting bitches to their house that they don't fucking know 
And they're leaving them there. This is happening. For the next day? Yes. This without a, them? This is the conversation that I've he had with. He ain't got no money. Uh, this is conversations that I've had with, that I had with men. He ain't got no money. Oh, well, I'm just. I'm, I'm telling just, you, because niggas who got shit that, to but lose. That's, but that's not what we're talking about. We're that not might talk- not be what we talking about, but I'm saying, I'm letting the ladies know. Okay, but that's not, we're know. not talking about okay. financial status. We're not talking about financial status. We're talking about just men leaving a woman in their home. Niggas at a certain financial but status talking, is not leaving. But we're not talking about that. It's not about money right I'm now. I'm not saying that it is. But, but what, all does that, what does that have to do with the topic, bro? Because I'm saying okay, certain type of niggas cool. is not doing that. Okay, certain type of niggas not doing that. Cool, but there are And niggas. I've never been in a situation where a nigga okay. left me at his house and he didn't fuck with me like that. Okay, but what? Who does that? But I'm telling you. You can steal his TV. Cool, cool, but I'm telling you niggas are doing that. So let me get to my next point. Okay. We're not talking about financial status. We're talking about men leaving women in their home and they're expecting you to clean up, period. So how I feel, um, if I'm just fucking you and it ain't nothing like that, honestly, I don't even want to stay at your crib. When you leaving and you getting up and you leaving, I'm right fucking behind you. Yes, we both So leaving. there's no, I'm not cleaning up shit. If I come to your house and get, why is your house dirty when I'm coming over here any fucking way? You know what I'm saying? Now, I'm not going to lie. If we've been fucking consistently and we're spending time, we don't know if we're going to be in a relationship, but, you know, I rock with you. I don't mind, like, if I come over and, you know, you might leave me in your crib or something. I'll make the bed or something, but I'm not about to be fucking Molly the maid and be washing dishes and folding clothes and doing all that stuff because, nigga, I'll do that shit for niggas. Are you my man? I'm not auditioning for you. I don't feel like it's about auditioning, but that's why I just said it just depends on how much you fuck with a nigga. Because I definitely have been that girl where I was fucking with a nigga. I definitely was putting your dishes in a dishwasher. I definitely was. Yeah, but that's somebody you was fucking clothes. with. Tub. I definitely was making your bed. Like, I yeah, definitely now that was changing ain't... sheets after we fucked. Like, absolutely. Now, yeah, that's, that's definitely for somebody I'm super fucking with or somebody that's my man. But to be just like, we on some casual shit. We done went on a few dates and... Why is your house when it a nigga make me uncomfortable? First of all, I don't want to come to your house and your house is dirty. Exactly. And then second of all, I don't think that you should expect for me to be washing dishes that I didn't eat off of. Thank you. And now that's if what I I'm ate saying. off the dish, I'm gonna put it. that sheet in Speak the dishwasher and I'm gonna make sure. Like if I cooked or if we ate last night and you know it's dishes in a it's dishes in the sink and you gotta go do something and I'm fucking with you. Absolutely. If you tell me to lock up before I leave the house, I'm gonna make sure I put the dishes in the dishwasher. I'm gonna make sure I wash the sheets. I'm gonna make sure I do that type of shit. But that's because I'm fucking with you. Right. That's and that's what I that's but the if difference. I come to your house and your house just dirty and you got your fucking bed is not made up, then no, I'm not gonna make it a point to leave your well, I'm not going to lie to you. If I come to your house and your bed not made up and your house dirty, you ain't about to get no pussy from me. Because to me, how you keep your home... is how you keep your dick and balls. Exactly. Thank Amen, you. sis. So, and then I... So... And then that's what I feel like... Because when you come to my house... Because you don't even know me. Even if you ain't no clean nigga, first impressions mean everything. Right. And so you should want to make it seem like you, you a clean nigga. And you know this about me. I'm pretty, like, OCD when it comes to cleaning. Like, when you come to my house, my house is always fucking spotless. That's just how I am. My house is always clean, magazine ready, bitch. So when you come into my house... If I leave you at my house now, I don't even let niggas come to my house that I'm really super fucking with anyway. My house ain't always magazine ready, but my house ain't never filthy. Right, but what I'm saying is, I only one, I only let niggas that come to my house that I'm really fucking with off top. 
But at the same time, I don't expect you to clean shit because my shit is already fucking clean. There is literally nothing for you to clean. So I'm not expecting to like, if say I leave a nigga in my house that I'm fucking with, there's literally nothing for you to do, boo, because I'm clean, nigga. So why are you inviting girls over to your house being like, oh, I expect but I this feel like to be done. But I feel like that's different. That just goes to expectations between women and men. With women, that's just part of the expectations. Unfortunately, it's, it's a double standard and it's fucked up. But that's just part of the expectations that I feel like men have for women versus what women have for men. Because this man said... Because you're not no. going to expect no nigga to come to your house and clean your house up. Exactly. But, but what I said... But like but going back... do expect that. They, they do. They and that's what I said. This The guys that I was talking to, they actually said, if I invite a girl over to my house and I leave her there and she doesn't clean up... I'm probably gonna still fuck with her, but I know what type of bitch she is, and she's never gonna get past the point. But what about I know what type of nigga you is? Cause why your house dirty? Thank you, and that's what I'm saying. That's that's the point I'm getting at. That's why I'm just like, why do y'all expect so much, and y'all really ain't doing shit? You want me to clean your whole house up just cause you took me to STK, nigga? The fuck? No, that's not how the shit work. I'm not no fucking Molly the man. You a grown ass man. You know how to pick up after yourself. Period. Like. I don't think that that's a good indication of how a person is. Because some women just probably be like, and some people are like. But I will say this. To a certain extent, I do understand that mindset. Because you do have women that be filthy. No, nah, yeah. Now, listen. You know you are a Grey's Anatomy stand. Ooh! I love a Grey's Anatomy you love reference. That show. So I'm not going to lie to you. For like the like past two or three days, I, y'all, I barely watch TV ever. You started but, watching Grey's? But Lex always be putting me on the Netflix shows and the Hulu shows and I'm about the to TV cry. shows that's popping. You know my good so, sis Meredith. So I've been watching Grey's Anatomy. I'm on second season, uh, episode 15. Ooh, congratulations. Welcome to the club. So I'm on second season, episode 15. I actually been binge watching this shit. And mm. I'm going to probably be on season three by tomorrow. Yes, queen. So I was watching the show and... um. Not Meredith, well, her Asian friend. Yes. What was her name on the show? Um, Christina. Christina. Christina was fucking with Dr. Burke, and he wanted her to move into the apartment, and she was like, I don't think it's a good idea. And then she took Dr. Burke to the apart- to her apartment. Her apartment was fucking disgusting. And Dr. Burke was OCD clean. She had, and he was OCD clean. She had clothes everywhere. She had dishes that she hadn't washed. She had stacks of magazines that she don't even read. Like, when I say her apartment was nasty, her apartment was nasty as fuck. So I understand to a certain extent why men kind of look at that as a standard because they do want to see what type of woman that you are. Because Christina's apartment was nasty. If I was a man, I ain't gonna lie. I probably wouldn't have fucked with that hoe no more. Right. But right. obviously, if you watch the show, you know that they had already been through some shit. She right, got right, pregnant. Right. It was a, it's a whole storyline. It's a line. whole storyline behind it. So it was some deeper shit than that. But if you just start fucking with a bitch and y'all ain't got no history like that, and then you go to her place and you see she living like that. Right. So it's the same thing vice versa. So, But I'm not going to lie to you. I would not even fuck a nigga. If I went to a nigga house and his house looked like how Christina house looked, we not even about to fuck right. in the first and place. And I would say my standards of cleanliness is a little, <laughs> like I said, I don't expect everybody's house to be like mine because I'm a little, I get that from my mom and it's actually annoying how I am about it. But I will Swords say, queen. but I will say I expect your house, I expect to be able to 
see no dishes in the sink. I expect your bathroom to be straightened. I expect, you know what I'm saying? Like if you got that little ring around your toilet. Your, your toilet, your tub is dirty. Like you got drawers, dirty drawers in the middle of your bathroom. Like that's not okay. Yeah. And you can't expect me to just be coming up here like, oh babe, I'm gonna take care of you, my nigga. We getting to know each other just like you getting to know me. If you walked in my house and my house looked like yours, are you cleaning up? Probably not. Probably fucking not. You're going to go go fucking talk about me just like I'm about to do to you. So let me let you niggas know right now. If you're trying to fuck on Big Mama and you invite me to your house, one, I'm not fucking, and two, I'm about to get on poor motherfucking minds and drag your dirty ass, bitch. And we might get on 96.7 and, and you on one thing and really and that shit live and that shit is on the radio and we got millions of listeners on there on the, the whole fucking atlanta gonna know that your fucking house is dirty and i don't give a fuck i'll drop names on your ass oh you know we don't care i know but we said we've learned from dropping oh yeah we don't drop we ain't names, drop no names no more. so um just let me know ladies i especially want to know how the ladies feel on this topic and some men as well too how do y'all feel about making the bed in the morning after you had sex with a nigga or going to a nigga's house and cleaning up, you know, and doing all that shit? That if you fuck me right and I fuck with you, I will make your bed. But if your house is dirty and I get to your house, we not even about to fuck. But I'm not going to lie. But the next day, if your house is clean and, you know, we fucked and we did what we needed to do and I fuck with you and you my nigga. I'm definitely going to make your bed. Because I just feel like as a woman, that's what you should want to do. Okay, and let me... You want to leave a good impression. And let me say this as well, because this is just me. For me, it's a habit to wake up in the morning and make my bed. Sometimes if I'm in a rush, I'm not going to lie, I don't make my bed all the time. No, me neither. But, but, but when I go to a nigga house, I feel like that's deep. But I'll say this. even if, this is my house. Right, so if I, if I go to a nigga house, and let's say his house is kind of messy, and we fucked and he left me in his house... I am going to make your bed because it's a habit of mine because I feel like it's rude to be laying in somebody's bed and you're the last person in the bed and you don't make it. So I'll make it. But if your house is kind of like messy, I'm not doing anything else. I'm making your bed, but you're still being fucking judged. And I'm already putting it in my mind. Like, not that your house is... I feel is- like you being judged regardless. When you go to somebody's house, it's stupid as hell for you to think that if a nigga comes to your house or if you go to a nigga house that he's not judging you. Right. Or you're not judging him. Like, that's dumb as fuck because, like I said, your home is your safe haven. So, at the end of the day, especially if you know you're about to have company, I would never invite nobody over to my house and I wouldn't want them to see certain shit. Right. Like, you hiding shit under the bed, you throwing shit in drawers. Like, like, if I know I'm about to go on a date and I know I'm feeling you and it's a possibility that, that you, you might come, come back to the house. Come on, be I'm ready. A, so I'm you just don't being have to real. Stay ready. Even if that's not how ready. I always keep it. Because, let's know, I have a lot of shit. So, yeah. sometimes when I get dressed to go out or when I get dressed to go somewhere I'm not gonna lie to y'all I be having clothes but that's what I'm saying no but let me no let me say this there's a difference between being dirty and just kind of being like junky like I won't say that you're junky you just have a lot of shit like you have a lot of clothes you just have a lot of things in your home so it's like you and then you live by yourself so it's like it's not necessarily that you're doing every you know what I'm saying and for me like I just don't have a lot of shit because I am a minimalist I like to keep things very right you know what I'm saying because I, I don't like to pick up shit when I, if I need to move out of my apartment my apartment is decked the fuck out but the only things that I really have to pack is my little bitty ass closet and all my home decor shit you know what I'm saying so this it's a difference between being messy if you got fucking 
plates on your dresser, pads, pads and shit. Yeah, like that's that's a whole nother level. So it's the difference between being dirty and just being kind of messy. Everybody, I feel, is messy to a certain extent. You know what I'm saying? Like, not everybody is, like, super, super duper clean. So I feel like it's stuff that can be looked over. Like, I've been to a nigga house and it was messy, but it's the difference between being messy and being dirty. I agree. It is a difference, absolutely. Yes. And I just feel like I can't live in filth. Right. Like, I can't live in no filthy-ass environment. Right. Like, you can't invite me over to your house and cook and there's dirty dishes in the sink. Or, yeah, or you invite me to your house and it's a stench. Yes, ooh, that's a big, that's a big no-no. So, like I said, we're going to get off this topic because we stretched it a little long. So, let us know how y'all feel about going to a nigga house and making his bed in the morning or even cleaning up for him. And it's just somebody maybe that you fuck with or if a one-night thing. If that big fire, I'm going to make your bed and I'm going to make bricks. Shit, if that big fire, I'm up before you, nigga. How you want your eggs? Scrambled, over easy, boiled. And I'm going to make breakfast naked. Oh. Bitch, well, my titty's too saggy for that. I'm going to burn my nipple on the stove. Not no, me. You're not. Bitch, please. I seen a meme the other day that said, y'all know I'm like a meme junkie. I seen a meme the other day that said, be her peace, because her titties are already heavy. Thank you. Speak for us, queen. My back be hurting, so you want me to bend over my ass on this stove? You know I'm a big bitch. I'm big mama, so you want me to bend my ass over on this stove? Be Lex P. Peace, because them titties are already heavy. Them titties are already a burden. And shout out to the niggas that can hold these titties. Let me just shout out to the niggas that can hold them titties and hold them burdens and, and hold my big ass. <laughs> I need to be healed. You know, let me just take a moment right now because I'm a stallion, okay? So I just want to shout out to the big men. old tree, a big, big, big booty, booty, big, big old, old tree. Ow. Okay, so let me just shout out the men who can handle me because you know what? I'm a big bitch, but I like to be healed too. I'll hold you. Oh, hell no. Okay, so let's move on to the next topic. my little baby. So we're going to switch up gears for a second. So I wanted to talk about this because um, it was announced today that Jay-Z is officially a billionaire. My nigga. Shout out to Jay-Z. I had this Marcy Project, Brooklyn. Let me say this. What up, though? We probably, I don't want to get off topic before we even start the topic, but this goes into why I always say Jay-Z is the GOAT. Um, been the GOAT. Bi- Business-wise, music-wise, he's the GOAT. Because somebody said, oh, I'm getting off topic, y'all. Somebody, Why are you getting off topic? Because this has nothing to do with the topic. But let me just say what I have to say. Somebody said, okay, you consider Jay-Z the GOAT. Why do you not consider R. Kelly the GOAT? And let me tell you why. R. Kelly broke now. Well, no, it's not exactly. And that's my point because. It's all about it's getting a, wealth and maintaining it. And maintaining wealth. it because you can't just make good music and be considered the GOAT. And as far as like making music, yeah, you're, you're good at what you do. But when you say the GOAT status and you're doing amazing things, it's a fucking package. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can be a good football player, but you're not legendary status so or GOAT me, status so if you can't me, stay healthy. Right. So let me say this. Jay-Z is the GOAT. Yes. R. Kelly is a legend. We have many legends. Yeah. Anybody R. Kelly can be a is legend. a legend. Absolutely. Fabo can be a legend. The way, he, the way that he fucking lift that leg up and put it back his neck. Legendary. Tat it up. Tat it up. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's. It's, it's, it's levels, okay? So, Fable. So, back to the fucking topic. Oh, you heard it, huh? Be- bitch, I did it. No, you didn't. I definitely gave you a run for your money just now. Okay. Queens, let me know. Lex want to hate. She don't want to give me my props. I definitely just gave her y'all, a rent. Y'all know. Set it up. <laughs> oh, fuck no. 
Y'all know who the singer is, bitch. Y'all know. Y'all know. You see how she try to steal my lane? Stay in your lane, bitch. Before you wreck. Okay? Stay in your lane. I ain't gonna lie. We always gotta stay in our lane. Stay, stay in your lane. Thank you, queen. Thank you. So, back to the topic at hand. I want to talk about... Um, do you think it's wrong for people to be billionaires? Do you feel like they should be no. spreading their wealth out? No. And I'm going to say the reason that I feel like no is because regardless of how people feel about Jay-Z being a billionaire, Jay-Z worked hard for this shit. And once you figure out the formula, it ain't hard to become a billionaire. Once you figure out how to make money, maintain money, keep money, it's easy to keep making more money. Right. And Jay-Z done figured that shit out. He he got that shit down to a motherfucking science. Science, yes. So at the end of the day, we cannot hate on him. If anything, we we need to be proud because how many black billionaires that See? came from the bottom that Started came from, from nothing self-made oh didn't have no handout Reach, nigga. how many of those people do we have in the black community i'm proud as fuck of jay-z mm-hmm. and i'm happy that we can claim him as one of ours oh because he's ours yeah he is at he the is. end of the day we all black people we african-americans we all from the united states Shit was not handed to us. Shit been hard for us. If you want to talk about the us. civil rights movement, you want to talk about slavery. Come on, and now historian. Fucking, I'm just keeping it 100 because y'all don't ever want to hear your girl getting deep. But 2019, we have a fucking black billionaire who came from the bottom, the projects in New York City, and he done built himself to be this. Right. We need to applaud him. And we can't tell this man what he needs to do with his money. So At the end of the day... Yes, he's a billionaire, but let's not never take away from the fact Jay Z and Beyonce are humanitarians, right? And they, so do, they do a lot they of do shit. They do a lot of shit for the black community, and they do a lot of shit for black people, and not just black people, but people in general. Well, I'm not gonna lie, I haven't necessarily done my research on Jay Z, but being from Houston, I know that Beyonce has tons and tons of projects and things that she does in Houston that definitely helps, you know, youth in Houston, music. Um, artists in Houston and everything like that. So be, I, I, I can't speak for Jay-Z. Are we forgetting that Jay-Z paid the lawyer for 21 Savage when that whole... Him right, no, no, we're not forgetting that. But so I mean, I'm, I'm not saying. trying to be Jay-Z, funny. But, I, but he does can, what he needs to right, do. But I mean that, I mean, but it's 21 Savage though. So that... that Twenty One Savage got money. So because Twenty One Savage is who he is doesn't mean no, he no, no. But it doesn't. No, I'm not saying that he got money, but he ain't got Jay Z money. Right, but it's like I'm. I'm pretty sure everything that Jay Z did. Um, Jay Z just uses his connections. That's more so of his connections, not his money. But I don't care about that because I feel like once you get on that show, that's kind of that's kind of your that's kind of your job to make sure that you help people underneath you because. If you have those connections and you right. have that money, and and let me go off to this point, Twenty One Savage don't have the connections that you got. Right. So let me let me say this. So as far as do I think people shouldn't be billionaires? No. Do I think that they should spread their wealth? Now I do say yes. I think they should. I think. But they you sh- can't be just giving it to everybody. No. Some wait, wait, wait. Let me finish. It. Let me finish. So I feel like you should definitely be out here, not necessarily giving it away, but you should definitely be trying to start you know, projects in your community and making sure that these kids have an outlet. Like, I know for one thing for me that I want to do is like, whenever I get on, I get some money. I'm definitely going back to Orange and making sure that the creators out there have an outlet. They have a studio to record that because it, people are not just doing things in major cities. There's these people in small towns that necessarily don't have the funds to do this and that. So as far as creating spaces for people, that's something that I personally want to do. So 
I think people look at it as you're supposed to be just like handing out $100 bills to the homeless. No, you can't do that because they're going to go spend that shit on some crack. But you should honestly but always be giving no. back to the community. Let me, let, me, let me tell you that you're wrong when it comes to that. Because at the end of the day, I am a, I'm a realist and I think very logically about things. But I'm also very spiritual. I won't never say that I'm religious, but I'm spiritual because I grew up in a religious household. I feel like when you decide to give some money to a person, to a homeless person, and anybody that knows me knows, you know this, whenever I come across homeless people, I give them whatever. Like, if I got cash on me, I'm going to give you some money. Mm -hmm. Just because I feel like that's how I get my blessings. That's how I keep my good karma rolling in. Right. It's by being good to other people because everybody ain't got what I got. And I ain't got what Jay-Z got, but I got more than a lot of people got. Right. So I'm going to always look out for people. Once you give your money to somebody, it ain't your business what they do with Okay. And because I, you did what you felt like you needed to do. Okay, so let so me say this. you gave it to them because you felt like, oh, they was down and out and they needed it, even if they go spend it on some crack, it's not your business. Okay, so I agree with you that to a certain extent. And let me take back what I said. I don't. Mean, it ain't yours no more. Well, I don't. Let me say this. I don't believe all homeless people are crackheads. So I didn't mean to offend anybody by that comment. Thank you. I don't. But I will say, uh, you know, if I'm giving my money to somebody, I don't want to contribute to somebody doing things that are worse. That's not. You know what I'm saying? That's but not that's productive. That's not your job. You have to look at it like this. I can't do that. But I'm listen, not, let I'm me not, say, wait, but I'm not going to donate to something that I believe is evil. Okay, but let me say this. At the end of the day, if you driving down the street and you see somebody homeless and God put it on your spirit to get him some money, God, because you see them, right? Okay. You see them, you see what they're going through. God put it on your spirit to get them that money. At the end of the day, you just being a blessing to that person, regardless of what they're going to do with that money, because you don't know what they're going to do. Well, honestly, God... When have you ever got proof that somebody that you gave $20 to or $10 to went and fucking spent it on crack? Well, God don't ever put that shit on my spirit, because he need to put that shit on somebody else's spirit to give to me, bitch, first of all. Well, God put it on my spirit sometimes. I'll see Amen. people... I'm not gonna lie to y'all and, and it's just me Maybe just And I know You know Me and Lex don't like to be Religious And um Speak on spiritual shit On the show Cause this is not what our show is about But I'm gonna be real with y'all God had put it on my spirit To give people money before And I've seen <laughs> Go ahead and I've seen people on the corner and God put it on my spirit to get him $10 or to get him $20 and I gave it to them and at the end of the day it might have been like I might have had $100 in my bank account at that time because I've been at points like that where I had $100 in my bank account and I gave somebody $20 and literally Two or three days later, I don't know how the fuck that shit happened, but I probably got back like $2,000, $2,500 deposited into my account on some random shit that I wasn't expecting. And I feel like I attribute those type of things to being a blessing to other people. Bro, please No, stop. it's good. You're preaching right now. No, but I'm just being real. I feel like I attribute the blessings that I get. God put me in the positions that he put me in because I'm very selfless. When it comes to helping people. 
But now, uh-huh. y'all, I can't even be serious right now because y'all, y'all don't understand what I go through with this girl every day. Oh, okay, no, but I really feel what you're saying, and I so do. I feel like it's not your place. At the end of the day, so you y'all basically go give a dollar to a homeless man. You are gonna get ten thousand dollars tomorrow. You might facts. You might be in a negative in your bank account. You got a dollar in your fucking cup holder in your car. And you <laughs> get that shit to away. a homeless man. And two days later, you might get a deposit for 3,000 bands. And you, I mean, $3,000. And you like, what the fuck? Like, I don't know where this shit came from. Right. But I'm just saying you never know because the future is unpredictable. So then, then we do agree as far as we should, we do believe that billionaires should share the wealth. And I feel like Jay-Z shares his wealth. So that's getting back to the topic at hand. I definitely agree. I feel like, but Jay-Z and Beyonce are not selfish with their money. They might not do exactly what certain people think they should be doing. But I also feel but like they try you to can't... help when Katrina, I mean, not Katrina, Katrina was New Orleans. When, um, was it Ike? I don't know what it was. You talking about the recent Harvey? One? Yeah. When Harvey happened in Houston two years ago, Beyonce was there. She was feeding the homeless, and Blue Ivy was holding her nose. Okay, but that, but she's a kid. Okay. So what can we expect? No, from I a was child? just saying it was just funny. It was funny, and I got my four hundred dollars from Red Cross, and I wouldn't even know. Oh, I just put myself you, in jail. You did. <laughs> You just incriminated yourself. But they ain't got no proof. I ain't do that. You just said it. What you mean they ain't got no proof? (laughs) I'm going to jail, bitch. But no. So, yeah, Beyonce was feeding the homeless in Houston. Like, her and Jay-Z give back to the community. It's like, but at the end of the day, what do y'all want? Y'all want them to just be like, okay, I'm a billionaire. I got $300 million. Let me just give... $1 $1 million to these next 300,000 people that I meet. Right. And I also feel like Come we, on need to, now. we need to stop speaking on. He people. worked for that shit. We need to stop speaking on people's money that we wouldn't know what we would do. if we. A lot of y'all don't know what you do if you had $100,000 in your pocket. So imagine having a billion dollars in your pocket. I feel like we should also stop speaking on what we would do if we were in that position. And also, let me say this. Family come first. When I become rich and I get put on, you putting you giving your sister money. Shout out to I'm Big Lex. I'm not gonna lie. Shout out I'm to Big Lex. I'm gonna put Lex on. I'm gonna put my family, but most importantly, because Lex ain't my blood. I do look at her like she my sister. I'm gonna put my. I'm gonna make sure my parents straight. I'm gonna make sure my I family straight. You. And I'm gonna make sure I am gonna make sure though that my friends are straight too. If I got that kind of money to where I can make sure my people straight, like if I was to get twenty million dollars. Definitely gonna look. Bro, like if you got twenty million dollars and you didn't give me shit, I'm robbing you. Okay, straight the fuck first up. First of all, how easy? But at the end of the day, if I got twenty million dollars, I'm definitely gonna make sure Lil X is straight. I probably buy her a house. I probably buy her a car, and I'm gonna give her some bread. So, so with that being said, your responsibility once you get on is to look out for your people. It's fucked up that these people out here who are homeless and who ain't got shit. But I don't know you. Oh. I don't. Speak on it. So at the end of the day, why are you my response? Why is it my responsibility that you went left in life and you didn't? I did what I had to do. We came from the same. Because let's speak on Jay-Z for a minute. Jay-Z came from a circumstance where the odds were against him. He had the same shit against him that people that's on the street got against them. So at the end of the day, I decided to make something of myself. I decided to do what I needed to do and to create a legacy and an empire for my family. But because you just said, if you give money to a homeless person, you can't. That's not your business what they do with it. So if they give a million dollars to the next three thousand people, it shouldn't matter, right? What they do with it. It shouldn't matter, but we shouldn't place that 
We shouldn't place that on him to feel like he got to do that, though, because that's not his responsibility. Okay, are you doing if that? If I see a if person you, if on you the street. If you are a billionaire right now, are you, the net, are, are you going to walk by a homeless person and give him, like, $2,000? I ain't going to lie to you. If I had a billion dollars and I walked past somebody, well, I probably wouldn't. I, I don't walk right now, so I wouldn't be walking when I you had You live a in a nice area. You definitely walk, bitch. I walk to the liquor store. You walk to a raw, bitch. You live in a nice area. You be walking. Okay, you walk to the, the, the but store. I'm not gonna. But also in my defense, Lex, how many times have me and you walked to Raw Sushi, or how many times have a we lot? walked? Okay, let me finish. How many times have we walked to Raw Sushi, or have we walked to the liquor store and we seen a homeless person? Well, you were walking with me, bitch. I was homeless at one point. Anyways, <laughs> what I'm saying is, if I had a billion dollars and I walked past somebody that was homeless, or drove past somebody that was homeless, I definitely wouldn't get him ten dollars. Oh, we. I definitely wouldn't. Because if I have a billion dollars in my bank account, my net my net worth is a billion dollars. I'm not about to give you ten dollars. Because that. honestly, if I'm a billionaire, ten dollars to me is more like ten thousand. Right, right, right. So what is gonna hurt me to give somebody that? Right, right, right. I feel you. So let us know how y'all feel about do you feel like people should be billionaires or should they just be spreading? I feel their like we have more? to get out of the space of trying to tell people what they need to do with that right because if i got a hundred dollars don't tell me what i should do with my penny because i feel like like we was talking about this earlier um shout out to dj scream and kodak and moran and all of them because you know we do um, 96 7 the beat you know y'all know we do timeline tuesdays on 96 7 the beat every tuesday we was just talking about this earlier i just feel like at the end of the day um you don't have to give your money away right you know what i mean Fact. you can Spread your wealth how you want to spread it. It's not your prerogative, and it's not it's, you don't have to do that for people. It's not your prerogative. So, so yeah, so moving on to the next topic. So yeah, let us know what y'all think about that and how y'all feel about Jay Z becoming a billionaire. And I wonder why all these topics always pop up when it's somebody black. But that's another topic. Cause they black, and we so, ain't used to shit. The next topic I want to talk about is um, oversharing with your bae. Now, I know nowadays in 2019, we know dating is hard. Damn, bitch done whipped out another wine bottle on my ass. Dating this is ain't for you because you ain't even finished your dating, dating is hard, and we always talk about how important communication is. So this happened to me before. Um, I was speaking to somebody that I fucked with. I've been fucking with, I fucked with for a long time. Mm, and is that right? I was telling him, well, this is a past tense, and I was telling him, about just, you know, how these niggas be lame and that's why I fuck with him and I appreciate him because I be like I went on a date and niggas just be trashed. I'm like, this is why me and you always end up back together. And instead of him being like, yeah, you know, and appreciating me just being honest, he was like, damn, bitch, you be going on dates and shit. I do. And he got mad and shit. So I feel like how honest should you be with your man? Is there a such thing as oversharing with your partner and being too honest with them? Well, I'm going to keep it 100 with y'all. Y'all know I just had a birthday. I'm close to the 30 club at this point. Yeah. You know, I'm not that I'm not that far. I do got a few more years, but. We not no spring chickens no I more. I got a few more years before I'm 30, but I ain't. Not no, a few. No, I do have a, a couple. few. Bitch, I have a few. A few is three or more. Anyways, bitch, I have a few <laughs> before I'm 30. A few is so three or more. So at this point. Okay, bitch, I will. You got too much. So anyway. Exactly. A 30-year-old queen, August 17th, shout me out. Back to what I was saying. 
I have always been a person, probably up until the last year of my life, where I just always felt like what you need to know is what you need to know. Like, what you need to know is on a need-to-know basis. Mm -hmm. So, I guess you could call me a liar by omission. Yeah. That's lying if you omit information. Right. So, I guess you could, like, I guess up until recently, you could call me somebody that's been a liar by omission. Because it's just certain shit I feel like people don't need to know. Right. Right. Unless it's directly affecting you. Right. And I agree with that because I learned my lesson from that. Because I feel like you definitely can't overshare with your baby. Um, I learned my lesson too. Right. So it's just like. I I got blocked, y'all. Right. So I feel like I want to be honest with you, but let's keep it real. I hate to be cliche, but nigga, you can't handle the truth. And niggas. Niggas can't handle it. Let me tell you something. You tell a bitch, yeah, I went on a couple dates, but I fuck with you. A woman. She'll probably maybe be upset, but she's not going to hold it against you because women are used to that. We're used yep. to niggas playing the field. Yep. Niggas have this ego thing. If you tell a nigga, you can tell a nigga another man told you good morning and brought you coffee. Oh, damn. So you like this nigga now? Yep. Like, what's going on? Like They, they going to make it way bigger they, than what it is. Oh, my God. And it's like, why is that? Now, you probably got bitches on your line. You probably be at the club. Got bitches in your section buying bitches bottles, buying them hookahs, and being all in their face. So... So it's like, what's the difference? So a little backstory. I went on a date with somebody that somebody I started dating, they knew the person. And I went on a date with the dude, didn't ever tell the dude that I was fucking with about it. At that point, I knew that the dude that I was fucking with had feelings for me. But I didn't want to tell him about it. I felt like it wasn't really something that needed to be brought up because it was just a fucking date. Mm -hmm. We didn't kiss. We didn't fuck. Nothing sexual happened. I had been to the person's house before, but nothing sexual happened. Mm-hmm. It just was what it was. So basically, I decided not to tell the person. And I felt like if I was ever around that person with the dude that I was talking to, oh boy knew it wasn't nothing and he wasn't going to say nothing. He was going to keep it player. Wrong. Psych. Got him. First opportunity he had to tell the nigga that I was fucking with that he had hung out with me before he told him. And it made me look crazy because old boy was like, man, I fuck with you. Like, you be at my house. You be around me. Like, you be you done been around. I done introduced you to people as, like, a girl that I'm fucking with. Right. Why would you not? And I done introduced you to this nigga as a girl that I'm fucking with. Oh, he introduced you to him? And you went on a date we with were, him? You know what happened. We, I know, but I just he can't introduced, remember the name. He introduced me. And then later you went on a date with him. No, I went on a date first. Well, you said that loud, but okay. I did. Kind of. Can you delete that part? Um, we'll, I'll go back and listen to that. Okay, so let's restart. Okay, so I'm sorry, y'all. I had to uh, look, do a little editing of that shit out because you said that nigga name loud as fuck. So keep going. Okay, so yeah, so you know, you basically know what happened with that situation. Right, like right, I, had right. went, I had hung with the person and I decided not to disclose the information to the new person that I was talking to because I really felt like it was nothing to disclose. But later down the line... You know, the guy ended up saying something to him about it. So, it made me look like a liar by omission. hmm Which I was. Right. And I have to accept it. Because it's like, if I'm really fucking with you and I'm trying to say I love you and I care about you, which which is what I was telling that person at the time, why would I not Okay, so that? in that situation, I'll say now, there comes, it's you know, that line gets real thin and real motherfucking gray. So, this is, I, this is, I told you in the beginning that you should have told him. Did I not? You did. Now, there's a difference between... Because you were honest in me. Not, no, I'm not, bitch. The fuck? You okay, know me. Exactly. Not. No, I'm fucking not. I'm, I'm a liar. My mom literally calls me Lat. Lion-ass Tierra. That's my fucking nickname. I'll say this, though. 
Um, you should have been honest because you know how close they are in vicinity with each other. Now, if I go on a date, if I'm fucking with a nigga from fucking Maryland and I start fucking with a nigga from LA, I'm not about to be like, oh yeah, me and such and such went on a date because y'all don't have no ties to each other. Right. But if I'm fucking with a nigga and I used to fuck with somebody in his circle, I'm gonna let that nigga know like, hey, me and him, this is it, but this, it ain't nothing serious, it ain't nothing that happened, but I just want you to know so you don't think nothing of it. You gotta be ahead of the ball on shit like that. So I feel like, and you, I feel like that's why now, that's not to this a, day, to this nigga, day, to this day, that nigga fuck with me, but in the back of his mind, it's like whenever I try to make him feel bad about stuff, he always try to be like, because, Bedrea, but that's not, you ain't perfect. But that's not oversharing. That's not oversharing because you're letting a nigga know you're giving him a heads up. That's not oversharing. It's not. Oversharing is when you're telling information that doesn't need to be told. But I felt like that didn't need it to. It did too because they were in the same circle. And I'm not talking about, oh, my homeboy know your cousin, baby mama, cousin, brother, daddy. I'm talking about these niggas like homies. Got pictures together. Like homies. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I told you, even though nothing happened and you didn't do nothing with this nigga, and you know how petty people can be. It's like you just She mean how petty that nigga can be. <laughs> you see, I corrected myself and she called me out, bitch. I, I didn't mean that. I, not, not that you're petty or if he's listening out there. He might be, but you're a little petty. But I will say, I just feel like you just never know how people might react. So you always got to just cross your T's and dot your I's, bitch. You got to be ahead of the curve now. Especially in situations like Especially that. in situations like that. Now... As far as telling niggas information that they, you think that he just told you that he just got his dick sucked last night from the the girl that he met at Onyx? No, no he ain't tell you that shit. It's a lot of times he got his dick sucked. He and he tell ain't tell me. you about it. So I feel like you can definitely overshare with your bae. And I've tried that. I've tried the completely 100% honest route. And it got me beat upside my and head, And I think bitch. that's where me and Lex disagree. And that's why I'm the way that I am to where it's like, if I feel like you don't need to know, I ain't going to tell you. But if it come up... And we could talk about it, and it might make me look bad, but it's like I'd rather wait till it come up because it's like I don't want to overshare. Because no, 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 either no, no, way, no. you gonna feel some type of way. But like I said, it's a difference. If it's somebody, you can't never stop these niggas from feeling some type of way. I'm gonna keep it real with y'all. One thing that I've learned in my in one thing I've learned in my life is that you could tell a nigga some shit straightforward. Or you could wait and tell him. And I'm not saying you should do... You need to do whatever you feel is best. But all I'm saying is I've learned from either you tell him up front or you wait and tell him and talk about it when they find out they still gonna hold no it matter, Yeah, head. they still gonna hold they it They still gonna feel some type of way but because it's like about it's, the ego, like you said. Right. But I feel like, like I said, certain things niggas just never gonna fucking find out. So those are things that you just keep to yourself. But things that you feel like might be brought up, if you get ahead of the curve... It's a little better. It's, it softens the blow a little bit. Not by much, but it definitely does. And like you said earlier, niggas have something about loyalty. And, and also understand too, ladies, once a nigga know your heart and he know that you a good person and you really didn't mean nothing by it, a nigga gonna still fuck with you. Because all said, that shit happened and that nigga still fucked with me. And I'll say this. I have a nigga that was just like, you are a liar. You don't know how to act. You fucking crazy, but you are such a good person. You have such a good heart. And people tell like, me that every day too yeah so it's like I don't mean no ill will or bad intentions about the decisions that I make I just don't make smart decisions because I'm fucked up out you I don't feel like I'm fucked up out here I just feel like I'm, I'm fucked up I don't feel like I'm fucked up I just feel like I'm scared like I get 
a crazy amount of anxiety. Like Lex always talk about how she has anxiety and stuff. And I don't really suffer from anxiety until it's until it gets to a point where I have to have like serious conversations with people and be vulnerable with you and talk to you about like deep, serious things. And it's the craziest thing about me because I could talk to my friends about so much. Like I can call Lex and I could cry to her on the phone and let her know how I really feel about some shit. But when it comes to talking to a nigga that I'm fucking and that I'm in love with and that I really, really care about, I don't know. I get anxiety. Yeah. Cause I be scared to lose you. Yeah, and that's how and that's where we're opposite at. Cause I be scared. If I lose you, you, nigga, fuck it. But at least I'll let you know how the fuck I feel. I I don't I don't hold nothing back. You gonna know, nigga. Like, um, this is what I'm feeling. I be scared. You either gonna deal with it or you not. I be scared to lose you. And I feel like once once somebody gets to know me, they realize that about me. They be like, okay, now I get it. You wasn't trying to be malicious. Yeah, of course. I wasn't. You wasn't trying to be malicious, and you wasn't trying to be secretive. You just really didn't know how to present it to me. But and that's what like it this. was. I didn't know how to present it to him, and I thought in that situation, being around that person, I thought that me and him felt the same way, and it was but just like, okay, this. it ain't nothing to talk if you, about. If you're honest with somebody about your feelings and how you feel, and you lose them, then that wasn't the person for you. I always say that. If a man can't open up his heart and open up his ears and open up his mind to understand how you feel instead of thinking you crazy and calling you this and calling you that and being petty towards you. That's not the man for you. I can say this. I've never been in a situation where I felt like I couldn't express how I felt because I'm going to feel like I'm going to lose you. If I lose you over telling you how I feel about something, bye nigga. Bye. I won't say that I necessarily felt like I was going to lose him, but I just felt like he looked at me in a certain way. And you know that. Like, I feel like the person looked at me in a certain way, and they thought that I was this certain type of person. And so to let him know that I was out here going on dates with that person, like I went on a date with that person, I know it was going to make him look at me like, damn, this who you went, you went on a date with this nigga for real? Because obviously if you know me, that ain't even my type of nigga. Right. So. So I was just. I didn't know how to present it. I didn't know how to say it. Right. But I think that's all something that we all can work on. You know, just being more vocal and being okay with being vocal. You know what I'm saying? Like, we have all this confidence in how we look and, you know, how this and that. But it's like, we need to be confident in what we offer and bring to the table. So, all in all, how do you feel about over... Like, you know what I mean? How do you feel about oversharing? How do you feel like... I'm definitely... I learned my lesson. I'm not telling you shit that I feel like you don't need to know. If you're my... But what if they find out later? That's what I'm saying. That's, that never happens because I, I can pretty... I, I'm not going to lie. With me, I have a really good gauge on that. I've never had... I've never had a nigga be ahead of the curve on me and be like, oh, I found this out. So what is this? Never had that happen to me because I always keep it 100. When it comes to shit, like, I know you might find out because y'all run in the same circles. Mm. Now, when I overshared, it was because I told him some information that he didn't need to know. I just thought I was being honest and keeping it real. So I thought he would respect it, and he didn't. So now, moving forward, I'm never going to tell a nigga I don't feel like something that he needs to know. No. And if uh, uh, amazing situation, uh, not an amazing, but if something just so happens and you find out some shit, yeah, I'm going to be like, yeah, I, I, I did that. But I didn't tell you because I didn't know how you was going to react. But you know... Whatever place you are in my life, let me tell you something. A nigga is never going to bring something up to me. A nigga is never going to bring something up to me if we're not fucking around like that super tough. So if you're bringing this to me, it's obviously because I have feelings for you. I love you and we're rocking around and we're rocking pretty tough. So if I tell you fucking that, if you tell me that, then I'm going to be like, okay, I didn't do this maliciously to hurt you or anything like that. I did this 
because this is just what I was feeling at the time. But I don't ever do no like disrespectful ass shit. You know, that's gonna make right. you feel like, you know, that I fucked you over. That's just not how I rock. So I feel like you can definitely overshare with your bae. Sometimes some things are better left unsaid, in my opinion. So we're gonna move on. Let us know how y'all feel. Do you feel yeah. like you can overshare with your bae, or do you feel Absolutely. like are you in that realm where you're just a hundred percent honest at all, motherfucking? Time? I just be scared. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie to y'all, and it's just me being vulnerable with the with the queens and kings on the show. I suck at vulnerability. Right, and that's I something do. that we can all. You and know, it's something get that I have to work on because I feel like that's why a lot of my relationships in the past have failed because I just don't. It's it's hard for me because especially if I feel like you ain't keeping it one hundred with me, right? Why the fuck I owe you that? Right. So, like I said, just let us know how y'all feel about that, and we are gonna move into the bed. The bed. The bed. Now, <laughs> this is an interesting topic. Um, just because I feel like this happens to a lot of us, men as well, ladies as well. This is not gender specific. I want to say saying things during sex that you don't fucking mean, bitch. Mm. When that dick hitting on in, on the inside of your stomach and that dick is curved and it's hitting that little top spot. Oh, I feel like you wait, talking wait, about wait, somebody specific. Wait, no, 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 no. I'm just, just, I'm just, let me talk, bitch. Damn. I feel like you talking about somebody. I'm specific. not. I don't share my dick stories. I'm just talking about mm. when you well, fucking. I know about when one you specific. Hit, curved and, that, and that dick is curved and it's hitting the top. That's mm. hitting the top, and you can feel it hitting that little that little ball. Are so we you. talking about specific? No, we're not. Um, and it's hitting there, and that shit just you the, you rubbing the clit. You can feel that orgasm coming. You just like baby. Oh, specifics. Fuck. Baby, ha ha, go get ha ha. What we is gonna go get, get ha ha? I don't know. You gonna go get a uh, fucking <laughs> shit, bitch? I wanna marry you. I love you, girl. You be like, yeah, she want Chanel. Go get it. Yes, daddy. Whatever you want, I love you. I'ma marry you. You the only nigga. This your pussy. This is your pussy. Whole time, is it his pussy? Are y'all getting married? Well, do you say things during sex that you don't mean because the, the dick is fire? Well, I'm the wrong person to talk to about this because I am very loyal to a fault. Okay, so that's cool. When I fuck with a nigga, I really fuck with you. Drea, I'm talking about if you just get some Listen good to, dick. Okay, so what I'm saying is when I fuck with a nigga, I really fuck with him. So if I tell you this is your pussy, it really is your pussy. So you ain't I don't never say things during You ain't sex never that fucked a nigga nope. that asked you if this was your pussy and it wasn't his pussy. Nope. And what did you say when he said is this your pussy? I just kept moaning. Well, bitch. I've never told a nigga that my pussy was his pussy if it wasn't his pussy. I have. I've never told a nigga I wanted to have his baby or I told have. a nigga some shit that I didn't I'll be telling niggas to nut in me, but if you nut in me, I'm going to beat your ass. If I tell you to nut in me, I want you to, I want that nut in me. If I tell you to nut in me, I don't want that nut in me. I just meant like nigga nut. I just. If I tell you to nut in me, I want that nut in me. Because if we fucking and you about to nut, I'm going to hop up off that dick so quick. I'm not. I'm not moving shit. I but, am. So don't fucking nut in me. But I, I'm, I, maybe. Because I know you know is, when a nigga about to nut. I'll hop up. I'll hop up off that dick so much. I ain't hopping quick. off of shit. You better push me off, nigga. Because I don't Nah. Move. So I'll say I don't this. Want that broke like, baby. I, like I said, my, my mom calls me lats. I am a liar. So if, especially she if, I, is. if I'm in the moment, nigga, yes, this pussy yours. Yes. 
yes, I'm gonna have your baby. I'm gonna get your name tatted. We gonna do this. We gonna, nigga, whatever the fuck you want. Uh, you want Chanel? Go get it. I'm gonna go buy you a fucking Lambo right now, nigga. But you ain't got no Lambo. Money. Fuck it. It sound good. It, do it sound good? Oh, the rims big. What? Do it ride good? Hell yeah, I'm gonna go get that shit, bitch. The fuck? I'm gonna tell you everything. Not brand new paint job. Ice cream, ice cream paint job, nigga. Hell yeah! I'm telling you everything. You gonna get a nigga ice cream? Ice paint Ice cream job. paint job. What? Them J's just came out. Uh, them J's just came out. Sold to the highest bidder, nigga. It's yours. Well, I can't even lie to a nigga like that because a nigga know I ain't about to buy him no J's oh. unless I fuck with him like this. I'll tell you whatever. But if I you fuck want. with you, I buy you some Giuseppe. I'm telling you everything you want to hear while that, especially. Like, but wait, hold on, small dick, whack dick niggas. This ain't for you, so y'all sit this one out. But while you fucking, is you fucking small dick, whack dick niggas? No, because all these niggas like, damn, Lex owe me this and she owe me that. I'm like, ooh, bitch, I lied, psych. Cause I be lying. I don't lie during sex. If I tell like, cause I'm that girl who you ain't never had a I love you. No, because let me tell you how I am during sex. I'm very seductive and I'm very sexual and I'm very sensual. So, I just be moaning and, like, biting your ear and, like, licking you and, like, right. doing all of that. So, if you was to ask me, is this your pussy, I'm going to just be like, <sighs> like, right, I'm going to just no, keep moaning. But wait, but wait, but wait. Like, I'm not going to never okay, be so, like, yeah, this your pussy. No, but wait. Okay, so, since you brought but up. But if it is your pussy, I'm going to be like, yes. Right, but let me talk. Time out, though. You brought up a good point since you want to bring in sensuality. Now, a lot of people like to think they're free, so this or that. So let me let me speak on sensuality for a bit. Now. Okay. Because y'all know I always like, one thing I do say about myself, I'm super in tune with my sexuality. Right. I really, I know what the fuck goes down. I know what to do, like, period. So with sensuality, you have to understand when you're being sensual, it's not just about yourself. Okay. So you have to be in tune with the person that you're fucking. So I'm not just doing this because it's funny or it's jokes. Like, we are making jokes, but a part of being sensual is tapping into that other person's sensuality. So sometimes a nigga... It's now, I will say this. Sometimes niggas just saying that because they just want to say that shit. But you can tell the difference between a nigga like, he needs to hear that for him to get that feeling or get that nut off. So it's like, it's a sensual moment. It's a vibe. Like, I'm not being like, oh, yeah, daddy, this your pussy. I'm just like, it's like you're looking into his eyes and you telling a good ass lie, bitch. But, but it's gonna, about, it's, it's a sensual moment, though. But you're going to get your nut off regardless. Yeah, so true, like, but it's a different, you tapping into different auras. And but different the only time I vibes. care about, like, you really being into that shit and really like getting what you need to get is when I fuck with you. And if I fuck with you and you ask me if this is your pussy, yes, this is your pussy. If we just fucking. But I will say. But I done definitely but, fuck niggas where we was just fucking. Right, but I will say this for me and If you, we just when fucking, was, but no. we haven't. But me and you, I can say for this, we haven't fucked a nigga just to be fucking in a long time. Like both of us. Like we haven't just been like. Mm. Oh, okay, my bad, my bad. Well, I can't, I mean, I guess. But, I mean, you know how that shit go. So, yeah, okay. I feel like I definitely have fucked niggas and they wanted me to say certain shit. But, no, it's like if I don't Well, that's understandable. Now that you brought him up. Now. I've even had niggas tell me that they love me during sex. Like, I've had niggas be like, man, I love you. Right. And I didn't say it back. I just kept moaning. Right. Because I'm not about to say something now, that I don't Now, I will I say that. Mean. If a nigga says I love you, I'm not going to say it back because that's not. But, like, if a nigga asks. 
you love me, I might, I might lie to you. If the if the moment is in there and that dick is hidden. If a nigga say, do you love this dick? I'm going to be like, yeah. Right. Because I love that dick. I'm fucking dead. I don't love you, though. I don't love the person that's attached to that shit. <gasps> I am dead. Okay, so let us know. Do y'all lie during sex? Do y'all keep it 100 all the time? How... Oh, sorry, y'all. I'm a little, I'm burping and shit. How do y'all feel about, you know, riding a dick? Or, fellas, do y'all be in the pussy and do y'all be lying? Let us know. I can't lie. I'm sorry, y'all. And I'm going to keep it 100 with y'all. I cannot lie to a man during sex and tell him that it's something that it's not. Like, the best sex that I've ever had in my life was when we really had, like, a connection. And I really fucked with you. It's one person that I I talk to my friends about all the time, and I be like, no, his dick wasn't that great. Mm-hmm. But our sexual encounters though mm-hmm. were amazing because it was real feelings there, right? And the shit was real. So it was like, even though it might not have lasted that long, when we was fucking and when we was talking back and forth to each other, and he was whispering in my ear and I was telling him shit, it was real shit. Right. Right. Okay, okay, I can fuck so, with that. I can fuck with that. Okay, so we're gonna move on to the bop. Uh, the the bop. Yeah. The bop. Hey, so what's your bop of the week? You want me to go first or you go first? You can go first because I don't even know if I got one. But Y'all I know I always have a bop of the week. So. Oh, I do got one. Okay, okay. So for my bop of the week, is actually a song that just dropped, I think like yesterday or the day before. Um, Y'all know I'm a huge Wale fan. Shout out to Wale. Ooh. Wale just. Why would you do that? That's the homie. So anyway, shout out to Wale. He is the homie. Shout out to Wale. We know Wale. We cool with him. Yeah. So shout out to Wale. He just dropped a song called Daylight. And, you know, I feel like y'all be underappreciating my dog. And he just drops bars. It's a fucking bop. It's a good song, good vibes. The beat is fire. Track is fire. And the lyrics, y'all know he just, his lyrics is just, he be on another level with them lyrics, bro. One thing you cannot take from Wale, no matter if you don't like his personality or don't like all of his music, you cannot say that this nigga doesn't give good fucking bars. Like, bars is fire. Well, first of all, Wale is my nigga. And um, that song with him and Rick Ross will forever be my song. Which one? There's a few. They got a few songs together. Um, it was on Ambition. Um, Spit it out. I'm trying to remember the name of it. But... That was my shit. He was like a woman. What did he say? That way? Yes, that way. That was my shit. That was my still. I had to go down. I had to go down and listen to my mind. Because you already know, because that was a motherfucking vibe. Like that way, still to this day, I still listen to that song. Wale had bars. Wale always has bars. what needed to be done. He always does what needs to be done. So he's dropping a new album pretty soon. Um, if Daylight is a preview to what the album is going to be Workout like. Workout was about. Workout with fucking Meg The Stallion was fucking flame. Shout out to Meg. Shout out to Meg. And it's just like, he just is constantly dropping good songs and dropping good EPs And y'all be underappreciating our brother. Underappreciated. So it's like, you know, y'all always want to talk about, oh, everybody's doing the Looney Tune raps and the everything else. But it's like. Y'all have talking about some real conscious shit. Right. And not even just conscious. It's just good fucking music. You know what I'm saying? So. But he's definitely a conscious rapper. Yeah, I mean, at times. But like, pole dancing ain't no conscious fucking song. Nigga is very versatile. I feel like he is versatile. But I feel like he he does that shit because he he knows that that's what he needs to do. No, but I feel like, but that's what he likes, though. He doesn't. Let me tell you one thing about him. He's not going to do. He's not going to do anything that he doesn't. 
want to do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like Pole Dancer was a bop. Like he makes good fucking music, period. So Daylight, period. if Daylight is a preview to what his album is going to be, bitch, I'm fucking excited because it's a fucking good song. Mm, Bars. <sighs> Shout out to Wale. And what's your bop of the week? My bop of the week is pressed by Cardi. I'm not going to lie. Um, I'm going to be quiet on Lately, this Cardi has definitely been giving us, you know, songs that sound reminiscent of her old music. Like, to me, lately, her music has definitely been sounding very similar to her old songs. But I fuck with press. Press, 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 press. Cardi don't need no press. I feel like that's a vibe. And I feel like it's great for captions. Like, she has hella quotables in that song. If you need an Instagram caption, boom, there you got it. And at the and at the end of the day, we just talked about this earlier. We was on the radio. That these days, people don't give a fuck about lyricism. Right. It's just about what sounds good. It just right, sounds, what it sounds just, good. And that shit don't sound to good. To me, press is a vibe. Ooh, and the queens can let me know if they feel. And I'm a Cardi different. fan. I'm a Cardi fan. So. I'm a Cardi fan too, and I feel like press is a vibe. I do. I feel like you saying it right now, but I could definitely see you because I no, know. No, I'm a because I know you so well. But no, I could definitely sis. see you okay. in a few months jamming press no. in your car. Let me tell you one thing All about right. me. Like I know if I like a song, I've it's been very rare where songs had to grow on me. I could pretty much listen right. to a song and like it. Um, I'm a fan of Cardi since ran down on that bitch twice. I know what Cardi can do. Cardi could have ran down on it. Yeah, forever was a bop. So it's like I know what Cardi can do and what she can. That wasn't it. So I'm sorry, sis. I'm not not saying that it's her best song, but I do feel like it's not a bop. I do feel like it's a bop, and I do feel like it has quotables. So it has if you want quotables, go listen to Ratchet by Meg The Stallion. Or I mean, it's hella songs. If you want to be technical, playing. I'm just kidding. I was kidding. If you want to be technical, it's hella songs we can go listen to. If you want a quotable, but I'm just saying that is a song that's relevant. That's a song that just came out last week, and that song came out after boo, we boo, did. Boo, boo, and boo. that song, Cardi releasing that poo. <laughs> and that song came out last week after we did our last episode. So thank God, I do feel like that is about my okay, personal okay. opinion. That's cool. I'm so, with you. I y'all know it's that point of the show. Oh, where... shit. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Let me say this before you introduce the, the, the ask poor mom. Okay. Thing. When y'all write us, can y'all keep it, like, we have to read this to shit. A we minimum. Be, y'all be writing fucking novels, dog. Like, y'all do. Y'all be having hella long. I love y'all. Me and Lexi over here like, bro. Y'all know we drink during this show. First of all, I can't read, bitches. I can't read. And I love y'all to death. Well, she can't read, period. So period. Then, so, so then when y'all be sending these long-ass messages, it be just be like, bro. Please help us. What the fuck? And then we be drunk. So help your girls out. Help us out. Because we... It- Keep it at a paragraph. Because we trying to help y'all out. That's right. why y'all sending it to us. Teamwork. Ease. Teamwork. So um, we're starting to ask mine poor, uh, ask poor Minds segment. If you want your question to be featured on the show, email us at askpoorminds at gmail.com. That's A-S-K-P-O-U-R-M-I-N-D-S at gmail.com. Amen. Okay. 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 So the first. Don't say her name. So the first one that we have this week is Houston Sugar Daddies. Hey girls, don't mention my name y'all, but what's up with the rich men in Houston? I know you guys have lived here a lot longer than I have. I've been in Houston for four years. I dated a wealthy lawyer for three years, but of course it didn't work out because I felt that it was something else, something else better out there. 
Now that I'm 28, I'm looking for a wealthy man to secure the bag with and have babies. Amen, sis. I know about the address and all the popping spots, but most of those men have a lot of options. So I'd rather not date. I mean, so I'd rather date a low-key dude. I also love all races. Did the rich men move out there? Or are they hidden? Or am I just lazy? Seems like Atlanta is a better spot for women trying to secure the bag. I'm feeling stagnant and time is ticking. Any advice is greatly appreciated. Love y'all. Okay, thank you, my good sis, for the question. This is actually a good question because I feel like people do be asking us this a lot. I don't know why, maybe for you, but bitch. First of all, your first mistake is going to address. My good sis, it ain't no rich niggas at that fucking address, sis. Hell no. Okay, so for Houston... Whenever I dated, that's where the locals go. I'll say this: it's a different type of rich niggas in Atlanta versus Houston. I feel like if you want somebody that's really, really wealthy, those are the people that are like in oil and gas and doing that type of shit. Because it's really not, and that's not real wealth. If you talking about well, a nigga and, that work, no, 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 I'm at not. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like people that are like higher up in the. Like I went on a date with somebody who was like a CEO of a little oil and gas company. There's a Ooh. lot. First of all, there's a lot of oil and gas companies in. Houston. So when you think of oil and gas, you're not thinking like a Chevron, but there's little like there's places called like a GTS, like gas and tra- transmission security. Like, look, I remember his business now. Mm. So it's like it'd be smaller oil and gas companies that these people are CEOs of. Like those are the men with the money. So they're not going to be in the club. They're going to be at these <laughs> bars. They're going to be at these bars and these little restaurants. So it's like if you need to go to a little happy hour, pull up at the hotel happy hour, like Four Seasons or something. Like you just got to go out of your element. If you're going to address, then you're way off the the trail, sister. You are way off the fucking trail. Now, I don't want people to be like, oh, y'all some fucking gold diggers. This is what y'all do. No, but it's like. It ain't what I do, but the, I'm fluent in it. Right. Like, the watering hole for Houston is different than it is in Atlanta. So, there's definitely still very wealthy men in Houston, but you have to broaden your horizon, and you can't be going to the address. You can't be going to these clubs, because that's not where they at, sis. I'm going to let yeah, you know right now. Yeah, if you're trying to find those type of guys, the address is not the, the place to find those type of men. And I won't say that Atlanta is a better place, but what I will say is the culture in Atlanta is a little different right. than it is in Houston. In Atlanta, niggas understand what time it is. And they understand what they need to do. If they want to fuck with certain type of beaches, they understand what they need to do to fuck with the beaches that they want to fuck with. Right. So niggas be ready and willing to spend their bread. Right. And there's so many different, la- like, you can pull up to a cigar lounge right now and see some retired football players that's investing in businesses that are me worth $50 million. Dollars. Me and my friend went to Buckhead Shops yesterday. We went to um, this restaurant called Southern Gentlemen. Um, Buckhead Shops is a great place in Atlanta to meet wealthy men because that's where the Hermes store is. That's where the Dior store is. It's a lot of stores over there where it's like, those are where the men, the rich men reside. Right, but and she's then I, and then on top, But I'm saying, then on top of that, it's high rises over there. So it's like, if you're trying to get in the mindset of finding somebody that has money, you have to go to the places where men have money. Facts. Address. Those are just regular local. Ed, I mean, not Atlanta. address. Right around the corner from TSU, girl. What is you? I doing? mean, address is in Third Ward. It's off of OSTC. Yes. So it's like you. Have what to be type in- of rich niggas is you expecting to find 
if you go into the edgery. Yeah, so it's like you definitely have to be in better, nicer areas. I mean, we know where the nicer area, Gallery or River Oaks type area. I mean, if you try um, to do that, go to Eddie V's. I mean, at least. Yeah. And that's the, the least. What's the, um? I, damn, I ain't been in Houston this long. What's the north side of um Houston called? The nice wood. Woodlands. Woodlands. Go to the Woodlands. Go to the Woodlands. If you want to stay in the Galleria area, go have lunch, like I said, over there where Eddie B's is. Go over by the Galleria area and, or, I mean, I don't know. It's just like, you you're have to going be to the wrong place. Yeah, you're definitely going to the wrong place. The address is not the place to find the type of men that you're looking for if that's what you're looking for. And then you, like you said, you're 28, the clock is ticking. You're right. It is. Because when you turn 30, your eggs start drying up. Right, especially if you want kids. So If you want kids, your eggs start listening by a great amount once you turn 30. Thank God. So at the end of the day, you know what I mean? Just be smart about where you hanging out. Be smart about who you hanging with. The address is not the place for you. Right. I wish I can give you more insight. We wish we can give you more but we insight. But ha- we haven't been but in we Houston. We haven't yeah. been living in Houston. At this point, I haven't been living in Houston for three years. Lex haven't been living there for two years. So to be honest with you, we really don't know what's going on out there. But on just, the Houston scene just, like But this. you know, you know where the nicer things are in Houston. So navigate it, sis, and figure it out. All and right? one thing about it, once you feel like you got a bag secured, secure, secure that bag, sis. Alrighty, so thank you for that question. We appreciate that. So I have the next question. It says, "Best friend shit is dead." Ooh, I don't like that. Hey, ladies, love the show and all your success. Let me cut straight to the point. My so-called bestie is trash as fuck. I don't know if I want to continue this one-sided friendship. Mm. We've been best friends for about sixteen or seventeen years since junior high, and we're in our early thirties now. She and I have maintained a steady friendship despite the fact that she joined the military in our early 20s and has been stationed all over the world. I recently found out via Facebook that my good sis, whom I still converse with regularly, recently celebrated her one-year wedding anniversary. I thought I was tripping when I started going through the photos and saw actual guests witnessing the ceremony which was only held two hours away from our hometown, so I definitely could have attended. When I called her to congratulate her and ask why she never told me or invited me, her reply was that she just wanted to keep it private and enjoy being a newlywed. She also said that originally they agreed on only family, but another friend was her maid of honor because she introduced her to her husband, and a different friend attended because she did her hair and makeup. I can't help but feel hurt. Over the past year, I've shared ups, downs, ins, and outs with her, and she left me out of the most important moment of her life. Am I wrong for feeling slighted and wanting to end our friendship, or is she justified in keeping her personal life private? P.S. I've only met her husband a handful of times, but we don't have any issues or anything that would make him dislike me. Hmm, this is a good fucking question. Well, I feel like, yeah, bitch, that she did. Facts, I agree. Because at the end of the day, Lex got me fucked up if she thinks she about to go get married. And then I don't give a fuck if she did move to another city or another state. And I don't know you or your husband like that. But you really got me fucked up if you think that you about to be in a whole marriage for a year, celebrate your one-year wedding anniversary. A year. And I didn't know shit about y'all being married. It's it's, it's a certain thing is keeping shit private and then being secretive. Okay, so let me say this. Now... I can understand the wedding point of view. Weddings are expensive. So maybe they they wanted to do family only because you never know how people's finances are. But that being said, 
I don't give if Drea told me, hey, Lex, I'm getting married, but I just only want close friends. I'm having this girl and that girl there, but I am getting married. She's telling me. So I understand the situation that's going on. I know you're getting married. The fact that y'all they had a they've been married for a year, 365 days, 525,000. Like that's a long Y'all remember that show rent 525,600 minutes. Did all the people on that show get A? But I'm saying that's how much is a year. That's that's 525,600 minutes went by and you didn't she didn't tell you that hey, she didn't even let you know that she was engaged. Lord knows how long they were engaged. She couldn't even share your engagement. And all she had to say was, hey, I'm getting married, but I'm keeping it private. But you my sister, I'm going to let you know, but I'm just letting you know we're keeping it, the wedding small. Simple as that. Do you need to dead it? Um, I think you I think you definitely need to have a conversation with her and let her know how the fuck you feel. But now you know that, sis, that's not your friend. I'm not gonna. That's lie not to your you. friend. I'm sorry. For somebody to be married for a year and a year, even tell you about and it, you had to find out. That's via not Facebook. your friend because, like you said, I feel like usually when people decide that they want to have a small wedding or they want to get married at the courthouse, you still invite your family. You might not invite no friends. I my friend said to invite. A couple of your friends, like, no, bitch, if you got married and you invited two of your friends and you still didn't feel the need to tell me about the shit. You can at least tell me. My friend got married at the courthouse and, bitch, I was there. Like, I just feel like. My real, my biological mom got married at the courthouse and I wasn't there. And I didn't feel no way, no type of way about it because I knew that it happened. Right, but, and that's what I'm saying. My thing is, I wouldn't necessarily be mad that you weren't there because, like I said, you never know people's budget or how they're feeling. But the fact that she didn't even tell. No. 17 years, that's not a walk in the park. That's a long fucking friendship. So for her, for you to just, for her to be engaged and then get married, you definitely need to let her know how you feel. And I would say after that, just did the shit and let it go. Do you need to let her know how you feel, though? Because at the end of the day, that She know. But I feel like, is there something that you She ain't worried about But wait, but wait. You not that big of a... I'm just being real. You're not that big of a... From my personal opinion, you're not that big of a factor in her life. Because I don't have no friends in my life that... They they would get engaged... For a year. And would never tell me about it. I have a friend right now who is planning on proposing... To somebody that they dating. And I know about it. The right. girl don't even know about it. Obviously. The bitch don't even know about it. But, also, but I know. And I just, So if that's your friend and you plan on getting married. Like my friends know everything for the most part. They be going on with me. Like right. no I don't tell them every minuscule detail. But for the most part. If I'm planning on making a life changing decision. decision right. My friends. That are close to me but, know about it, but, whether but, they agree with it or not. But I will say, like, sis, is this the whole story? Is there is there something that happened in y'all's friendship that you're not letting us know? Because I'm trying to figure out how can you be friends with somebody for 17 years and not even feel the need to say, "Hey, I'm getting married." Now I'm not gonna lie, sis is looking a little fishy now. So I'm like, is there something else to the story that you're not telling us? Maybe I feel like I need more details. But if it's exactly like you're telling us. Then I feel like, yeah, the the friendship, that's not much of a friendship. It maybe is looking a little bit fishy, because I'm not going to lie. If me and 17 somebody was years. Cool, like, me and Lex ain't even been cool for 17 years. Not even scratched the but surface if I was on getting married, years. If I was getting married or if I was having a baby, definitely would tell Lex that. I mean, maybe not in the first few months, just because I feel like sometimes you just want to make sure that 
you good and you just need to worry about yourself. And let me also ask. But I would never hide something like that from one of my close friends did, for a long time. Now, when I read it, did she say that they kept in contact, right? She said that they kept in she contact. She said that they still So that's look because I'm thinking about my longest friend. I actually just talked to her two days ago. This has been my friend since fourth grade. So at this point, this has been about, I'll say about 20 years of friendship. It's been about 20 years that this girl has been my friend. But we don't talk every single day. So if I had an engagement and I'm trying to keep it private, I would pro- I would definitely tell her, but she wouldn't be the first person that's on my mind. But I would definitely still tell her. And I talk to this girl maybe once a month. But can I be honest? What type of engagement or relationship are you in to where y'all about to get married and you feel like you need to keep it private. But that's not us to friend. judge. She just said that she I'm not to, saying it is for us to that judge. Was her, that was her but decision. It, but you as my friend, if you in a fucking relationship and you feel like you need to hide that shit from me that you about no, to get no, married. No, no, she just said that they wanted to keep it private. That was the friend's decision to keep it private. So if I'm in the situation and I want to keep my shit private... I would still call Lindsay and I would be like, hey, sister, I'm getting married. I'm getting engaged. I'm keeping the wedding small. But I would let her know because this has been my friend for 20 years. Because I feel like it's a way to keep things private. Like, you can keep things private and tell your friends and be like, look, bitch, I'm telling you this, but I don't want you to tell nobody. Exactly. So, I want you to keep it to yourself. So, yeah, my so good it, sis dead that shit. We, dead we, we finally agree. Dead that shit. No, my we agree. Sis. But we be agreeing on a lot of the question topics, to be honest. You think so? Look at us getting along. The past few weeks we have. I definitely think you need to date that shit. That ain't your friend, sis. Um, and one thing that my mom always told me, shout out to my mom again. Little Barbara. Um, years don't matter. You can't put time. Oh, you can't put time on a relationship. Facts. You can't put time on a relationship. You can meet somebody a week ago, a month ago. And, and they be give in love. You, that be and me. they give you feelings that somebody that you've been on for 15 years ain't never gave you. Right. So time don't matter. I'm closer with Lex than I am with people that I've been knowing since I was 14. Right. So at the end of the day, none of that shit matters. It's about how that person make you feel and it's about how included they make you feel in, your, in their life. Right. If somebody, if I consider somebody to be my best friend, and this is just me speaking from a personal perspective, if I consider somebody to be my best friend, ain't no way I can get engaged. Ain't no way I can get pregnant and, and not like tell you and that And I'll shit. say this. Now, I'm, like I said, I might not tell you in the beginning. Like, if I was to get pregnant, I might not tell my friends for a few months just because I want to make sure that I'm in the safe zone for myself. But as soon as I know I'm cool, you going to know before social media know. Right. And you going to know before everybody know. Right. And I'll say this. As far as, like, me and Drea's friendship goes, like, no friendship is perfect. But I have never had to question if Drea was a good friend. You know, like, people get into it and they argue. Well, nobody has because I'm sorry. Well, no, but I mean, but that's like with any of my friends. Y'all. With Lauren, like, Lauren's one of my I've never had to question if she was a good friend. I People that are my good, like my friend Jazz, I've never, and I haven't even known Jazz for a year now, but I know she's a good friend. If somebody's a good-ass friend, you never have to question, are they being a good friend? If I ever have to question if you're a good friend, I'm like, mm, I know what category to put you in. We still cool, but I don't fuck with you like that. Because mm-hmm. as soon as I have to be like, is this person my friend? And I've had situations like that, like even backtracking a little bit, going back to what we talked about earlier in the show where I said I was cool with somebody, and then I decided to start shit, fucking with it. And then happen. I said that I decided to start fucking with a nigga that I used to fuck with. It was like, but I always knew that that girl wasn't ever really my friend like right. that. 
So for us to the advice, did it, sis? Sorry that that happened to you, but we'll be your friends, girl. But we absolutely agree with you. Like, bitch, dead that shit. It's not good for you. Nothing good is going to come from it. Because right. it's one thing to not want you at the wedding, but it's another thing to not want to let you know about the wedding until they celebrate their one-year anniversary. Right, Like, facts. what? So let, give us an update. I Lex would be married for a year and not let me know about that shit. Yeah, so give us a little update, a little background, because sometimes I do like to get updates on y'all's situation when we give y'all advice. We always want to get updates. So if anybody else has any questions, email us at askpoorminds at gmail.com. That's A-S-K-P-O-U-R at... Wait, M-I-N-D-S at gmail.com. Your girl's wrong. I'm a little tipsy. And um, item of the week, as always, European Wax Center. Make sure y'all go get waxed at the Howell Mill or the Edgewood location. Mention Lex P, Dre and Nicole, or Poor Minds. And you'll 10%. get a 10% discount. Ask for Tamika. Because sometimes the girls at the front desk be acting like they don't know. Bitch, y'all know. Let them Bitch, y'all know who the fuck get, we are. Y'all them, know what the fuck going on. Let them get that pussy wax. It's hot out here. Atlanta is hot too. as fuck. It's, it's fucking hot. So y'all go get your waxes. Uh, shout out to European Wax Center. We always appreciate y'all. I personally get waxed by Devana. Shout out to my girl, Devana. Hey, Devana. And anybody else that would like to collaborate with us as far oh, as businesses? Oh, damn, we did. I have somebody in Houston that I'm working on for y'all. So anybody that wants to get a wax in Houston, um, I'm actually in the works with that for y'all. So all my Houston listeners, I got some waxing coming for y'all. So keep, so, yes. so stay tuned. Shout out to European Wax Center. And like I said, any other businesses that might want to work with us yeah. and want to promote their businesses, Feel free to email us, DM us. Y'all know we have Poor Minds on Instagram. P-O-U-R underscore Minds on Instagram. Also, y'all can um, send us an email at Drea and Lake Show G- at gmail.com. And you know what I mean? We can work together. Let's right. talk. And so, as you know, every Tuesday you can catch us on 96.7 The Beat on Timeline Tuesdays from 3 to 4. If you're not in Atlanta, just download the iHeartRadio app and tune in 96.7 The Beat from 3 to 4. Shout out and to DJ Spring, Kodak, and Moran again. And this has been another episode of Poor Minds. As always, share it with your friends. Tell your baby daddy. Tell your cousins. and um, Tell your baby mama. Yes. and Your my, baby mama's mama. Amen. And we will see y'all next week. Bye, y'all. Bye.